0: Hi, I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Kelly. And welcome to the Millennial Minimalists. We're two Canadian millennials and minimalists on a mission to live more with less. And together, our goal is to inspire you to design a simpler, more intentional life. Hi, everyone. This is Kelly. And in this quickie episode, I am sharing an article I wrote for Minimalism Life which is a community-driven publication focused on the nuances of minimalism. If you hadn't heard of it already, it's an online journal led by The Minimalists, Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus, to help you live more with less. And I want to share this particular writing with you because I think some of you may find it relatable. If you have been practicing a minimalist lifestyle for some time, you may know that this way of life is imperfect. But as I like to say, it's perfectly imperfect. I say this because while the principles of minimalism encourage us to design a simple and intentional life, this lifestyle also challenges us to keep on track every day. That is to constantly check in with ourselves. If you have listened to the last few episodes between Lauren and I, you may have heard me mention that I had been feeling a bit overwhelmed and anxious. And so in that period, I also started to make time for rest and reflections that I could figure out some solutions. And I soon uncovered something quite enlightening that I share in my writing today. While living a minimalist lifestyle has helped me rid the excess from my life and live by what's most essential to me, I realized that it was still too much. And I'd like to use the big rocks theory as an example to describe the experience I was going through. And for those of you who haven't heard of this theory, I'll briefly explain. The big rocks theory emphasizes the importance of prioritizing what's most important to you. Basically, this story follows a professor who places a combination of big rocks, pebbles, and sand in a glass jar. He places the big rocks in first, which he signifies as the most important things in your life, such as your family, your partner, your health, followed by the pebbles to fill in the holes, which he signifies as the other things that matter to you, but on a smaller scale, such as your home or your job. And then the third piece is the sand, which is anything else that matters to you to fill up any open space that is left. The basic idea here is that if you were to put the pebbles and sand in first, there'd be no room left for the most important things, which are the big rocks. And while I had a great understanding of the big rocks theory, in my case, while I had the rocks placed in first, followed by the pebbles and the sand, I realized that my jar was overflowing. So over the past few weeks, through rest and reflection, I've since learned that while I was focusing on the right things in my life, I wasn't focusing on them in the right way. And in this piece, you will learn how Living Simply helped me create the space to step back, reflect, and change course. This piece is titled, Create Space for Stillness. Why it's important to focus on the right things in the right way. So here it goes. Thanks to the clarity that comes with Living Simply, each morning when I wake up, I feel a great sense of purpose. I've pared my life down to the essentials and designed a lifestyle around my goals and the people and experiences that matter most to me. But while all has been purposeful, up until a few weeks ago, I would also wake up feeling anxious and overwhelmed. I describe it as a feeling of behindness, feeling behind on my long-term ambitions and all the tasks on my plate. While I had found happiness in spending my time on the most important things, I had also become unsuccessful at doing them the right way. I was intentionally dedicating my time to my day job, my side hustles, my friends, my family, my physical health, and my mental development, but it all became too much. I was leaving little space for rest and reflection. My mind and body were yearning for a sense of calm, the space to slow down and live in the present moment. I was so zoned in on the excitement that comes with the opportunity to remove the excess from my life and fill my time with all the people, things, and experiences that bring me joy that I began to spread myself too thin. Fortunately, as part of living simply, my mental clearness also manifested itself as a mental reminder to reserve space for stillness. I believe that this lifestyle challenged me to reflect on my obsession with being productive. I've uncovered that my anxiousness was a symptom of always trying to maximize my time. Upon reflection, I've since reprioritized the most important things in my life to create space each day to rest my mind and body. I've also made time to do nothing, a practice that had previously been difficult for me. Over the past few weeks, I've already begun to take walks without my phone and spend time laying on my couch listening to beautiful instrumental music, two activities I'd formerly only do while multitasking. I am now making the conscious choice to check in with myself on a daily basis. As part of maintaining my minimalist lifestyle, I'm now prioritizing daily mindful practices for rest and recovery. I've learned that living simply not only provides me with the space to live with intention, but also encourages me to reflect and hold myself accountable for how I use my time. Now, when I wake up each morning, I am creating the space to live more in the present moment, to slow down and be still. I no longer feel behind. Thank you for listening. As you may know, I have been a passionate contributor for Minimalism Life for a few years now, and you can find this writing and my previous writings by going to minimalism.life. I've also been a dedicated reader as well. I've really enjoyed reading journal articles and essays written by fellow minimalists from around the world. The stories are super inspiring and motivating, and I highly recommend you check it out if you haven't already. Again, it's minimalism.life. Thanks again for tuning in, and I will speak to you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye.